Hey, how are you guys doing? How are you holding up in 2021? Um, I had been planning on doing a, you know, summation of last year, what I'm looking forward to this year, podcast, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. I moved into our new apartment on the weekend before Christmas, and it's just still trying to put everything together. I've lost my headphones in the move. I was going to set up my podcast mic. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, so that episode is coming. However, I wanted to talk to you about the, the capital, you know, the I'm sure you're sick of hearing about it. I I know that we have the attention span of a goldfish when it comes to news, but this is just a lot has been going on. And I wanted to pull together a few different thoughts that I had um heard from others in into to sum up just my take. I had a friend who supports Biden. She was shocked that it came to this. And I've seen um, some Republican lawmakers also express surprise that the um, that those pro-Trump, I like the word insurrectionists, that they attacked the Capitol. And I knew this was coming. There have been so many people who support Trump who have been screaming that there's going to be war, there's going to be civil war. And and I knew that, I mean, in order for war to happen, there has to be people willing to fight. And for it to be a civil war, it would have to be those proud boys, those Trump supporters... They would have to be, they'd have to fight the Biden supporters or the Black Lives Matter movement members. But Black Lives Matter is largely a peaceful movement. Uh, Princeton study showed that there were 95% of the demonstrations were, and participants were peaceful. The only time that violence broke out was, um, in the cases where, um, officers dressed in civilian clothing did not identify themselves and attempted to arrest protesters. And it was viewed, you know, as, 
one civilian attacking a protester. And, and of course, you know, they're going to assume that they have the right to protect themselves. I mean, if some random person off the street came up and attacked me, I'm going to protect myself. So that's the only time that I really became violent, um, unless there were instigators that were, were trying to drum up violence uh, in order to discredit the Black Lives Matter movement. I knew that Biden supporters wouldn't get involved in the you know a war the the process worked the the person that was elected by the majority and um received the most votes you know as far as the breakdown of the electoral college goes is the person that was chosen i mean that's that's the person going into office so the, the pro-Trumpers don't have anyone to engage in war with, with, with them. So all it could have amounted to, at best, was a civil uprising. And, you know, the National Guard should have been called to handle it. And... That's not going to result in a war. I mean, that's, yes, they, the pro-Trump supporters have guns. They have semi-automatic guns. Many have probably made them automatic. Uh, but the National Guard has tanks. That's like, it's like a pea shooter versus versus an actual pistol, you know, like a little straw shooting peas. I know that they're whatever. I'm going to get off on a tangent, but so that's not going to be a proper war either. So all it could have ever amounted to was a civil uprising, which is exactly what we saw. And in a way, it surprises me that it was the Capitol because I assumed after 9-11 that, you know, with the beefed up security, they would not have been able to breach the Capitol. However, um, there, <laughs> there, they're white Trump supporters. So it didn't it didn't surprise me that they would target the Capitol. I'm it it did and it did not surprise me. It definitely offended the fuck out of me that police officers were seen allowing them in to destroy the building. I mean the the disparity between how we treat people of color and other marginalized uh, groups and how we treat riotous insurrectionists. I mean, that, that contrast is just Oh, 
I don't have the words. Like, that offends the soul. That offends every every sense of of morality. Like everyone has an idea of right and wrong. Like when something's right, you know it. When something's wrong, you know it. Whether you listen and and abide by that feeling is is something else. But I mean, you know when you're when you're right and when you're wrong. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Sorry, I I got lost on a tangent. I read a I read a post today. Um, a tweet by someone. I can't remember her name, and the only way I can fetch it is if I stop this recording. But it basically said that, you know, everyone who said that they were surprised that this was going to happen, that what that phrase really means is that they listened, or they heard what was happening with people of color, you know, the the disproportionate uh, violent reaction. And they didn't believe that that was really happening. And that's what it really means when you say, I, I can't believe that this is happening. Like, you weren't listening. And I I want to know that everyone is listening now. You know, I have a, a best friend who told me that, well, actually, it was, it was his post about, you know, show a picture of me with my family instead of my snuff film, if, if I'm ever, I like, when you, when you think of the the person that you know you can go to no matter what and you realize that they're contemplating how they will be portrayed based on the color of their skin if they were killed by a cop like and 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 the fact that for him the the increased uh likelihood that he will be killed in an in interaction with a cop. It, uh, I wish I wish every white supremacist could put themselves in in my shoes. Like imagine your best friend being afraid of being killed because of the color of his skin and then take yourself out of my shoes and put yourself into my friend's shoes and the fear he has to live with and that brings me to my next point is that right now everyone is like harping on anderson cooper calling him a a snob because 
he, quote, dragged, unquote, Olive Garden. Anderson Cooper said that these mega insurrectionists going to Olive Garden and Holiday Inn to celebrate. And they're claiming that because of his statement that he has to look down on Olive Garden, that he's a snob because he's worth so much money. You know, if, if he is a snob, I mean, he's kind of, he's in the heir to a massive fortune. I'm sure he is accustomed to very fine dining. Yes, that to him, what he is capable of eating is, you know, Olive Garden is akin to 7-Eleven. That doesn't mean that he's a snob. He's, that was not the point of his statement. And if, if, if you focus on that, you are missing the entirety of his point. The entirety of his point is that when people do something illegal, they have the good sense to go hide out. Uh, and wait for the heat to die down, wait for people to not be actively or, you know, searching for them to catch them. But these white supremacists are so proud of their actions. They're so confident that they will escape penalty for their actions that instead of laying low, they are going out to celebrate. Anderson Cooper isn't dragging Olive Garden. He isn't dragging Holiday Inn. He is saying that these people, these with these disgusting ideas, are so proud of their violence over their attempts to usurp the process of certifying a a fair and well-run election. They're so proud of this and they are so confident that they won't be punished for it. That they they can go to a respectable family restaurant. They They are not ashamed at all. And they should be. They flew. I mean, they should be ashamed for what they stand for. They should be ashamed that they were manipulated by Trump, but they should be ashamed because they are not, in fact, patriots. They flew what was tantamount to a foreign flag in the Capitol. They took down the American flag and flew a Trump flag. There's a, um, a guy who has a channel on YouTube and the channel is legal Eagle and his thoughts on the attack and on other topics is, is very enlightening and it's very, um, well, like his thoughts are well organized and he, he points out things that are, you know, often overlooked, but if you have an opportunity, like go, Go check out the one about the um, attack on the Capitol building. It's very, like, it kind of 
sucker punched me. But um, if you think about it, the Confederate flag, that was when the Union, when the Northern states and the Union declared that, you know, slavery was not acceptable anymore, and the Southern states decided to secede, the Confederate flag represented those states. Had they been successful in their secession from the Union, they would be a foreign country. Just because they failed does not make the Confederate flag an American flag. It does not represent American ideals. The Confederate flag is a foreign flag, and those, quote, patriots, unquote, flew that flag inside a Capitol building that has never been disgraced by such a ugly sign of hate and oppression. They chose to fly the Trump flag instead of the American flag. That is like deciding to fly the Nazi flag instead of the Germany flag. This is, you You people are not patriots in the least. You're traitors. You, you chose to try and usurp processes outlined in the Constitution, which is our founding document. You should be ashamed of yourselves. And, and I hope that every, every person who sees you, who, who knows what you've done, explains how you're wrong. Like, I, I hope you're afraid to look people in the eyes because you, you're a disgrace to America. You really are. You don't belong here. You're the ones that need to leave. Either get over this ugly bullshit or get out. This is not the country for you. Go find some other fac- or fascist country and join their, you know, their, their government. That's where you belong. But I also want to talk about all of the Republican legislators who have come out, oh, you know, this isn't what we stand for, this isn't what we believe in, and this is not what we expected the outcome to be, and I wish things could go back to how they used to be when we debated um, principles and ideas, and you guys need to retire. It is time to hand in your resignation. You do not belong in the legislative body. The reason being is if you failed to have the foresight to see that supporting Trump, supporting the lies that he espoused, supporting the ideals he espoused, if you could not see that this was the inevitable outcome 
You have no business making laws that affect this country because you cannot figure out clearly what the consequences will be of the laws that you create. You have no business because the people that are going to suffer won't be the people today. I mean, we're suffering a lot. It's going to be the people of tomorrow. It's going to be my children, my grandchildren, your children, your grandchildren. They're the ones that are going to suffer from your stupidity. So it's time for you to leave. And if there are any Republicans that have put in, that are listening to me now, that have put Republican legislators in office that supported this, this fucking whack job traitor, vote that motherfucker out of office. Ask him to resign. Ask her to resign. Because you know what? You know, you're you're worried about all the 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 taxes. Guess what? You're you're not the ones that are actually going to be taxed. That's not what the the um the Democratic Party stands for. They're not they're not going after, you know, the penny pinchers. And you know, there's a surprising amount of us that are penny pinchers right now because we're not living or we're not making a living wage. The Democratic Party is not interested in in causing you more discomfort. They're they're interested actually in making your life better. And believe it or not, the economy is not the significator of or I'm sorry, the stock market is not the significator of a healthy economy. The the stock market is a significator of how the rich people are doing, not the middle class. And if you want to know middle what the real middle class is, everyone everyone wants to think of themselves as middle class as because it's a source of pride. But you know, if you're making less than five hundred thousand dollars a year, you're not middle class, my friend. You're not. You are low class and there's there's extremely low class you know under a living wage but yeah you're not the ones that are going to be adversely affected not not in in ways that you think um so get that fucking trump supporting republican out of office they, they have to go. That is the only way the Republican Party is going to be able to heal is everyone that ever backed Trump gets the fuck out of here. Because there used to be a time when it was not okay to, to vocalize white supremacist ideals. Like people knew that they had to keep it hush hush because it was shameful. It was frowned upon. It, you know, people in public would be like horrified. We need to get back to that day. Th- those disgusting ideas have no, I mean, they have no place in America. Period. But the time, you know, the time for them to be publicly acceptable, that was over in the 1800s. And how we've brought that back is because of of people not 
wanting to spend the energy to take the right stand because it's easier to let someone else fight the battles because conflict, you know, saying, Hey dude, you're wrong. And you, you need to fix your shit. Like that's scary. We can't afford to be scary. We have to be principled and we have to be willing to say that's wrong. And you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to have that thought. I mean, I can't, I can't govern someone else's thoughts. You're not allowed to speak that shit around me. I want nothing to do with you. They need to be social pariahs. And the only way that's going to happen is if every last fucking Republican legislator that said, yeah, we'll go along with this bullshit. goes. I mean, if they stay, we will continue to, or we will have to continue to expect this because they validated that bullshit and they need to leave. They need to go. They need to go right now. And the best thing they can do is resign because the, the consequences of them saying nothing like or actively supporting it instead of outright decrying it, this, this, is, this is on their hands. But I'm about to... Or they're about to release the kids, so my son is about to get into the car. And even though I'm sure he'd be like, yeah, mom, yeah, mom, because my son despises Trump. I don't want to, I don't want to finish this rant in front of him. But I will be doing another podcast soon where I will tell you why. Oh, that's my doctor. I'll tell you why 2020 wasn't as bad as everyone thought. And what I hope to get out of 2021. Or, okay, so 2020 wasn't as bad for me as everyone made it seem. But I needed to get this off my chest first. And I'll talk to you later. All right, bye.